1: What's the latest on the Lamar injury? Um, I was concerned. I'm like, I see that, and I go, Oh, there. Yeah. This might be over. And then I think Harbaugh said potentially he could play this week. I mean, what what, what happened? What do you think? Now, look,
0: um, just being around this team and knowing sort of the the verbal cues and ticks, and you know, reading between the lines, like this kid's not playing for several weeks. There's no mm-hmm. doubt in my mind. Um. I don't think he'll practice for two weeks. I don't think he's, he's definitely not playing against the Steelers. I'd be really surprised if he played against the Browns, and then we'll have to see how this knee responds and what he's doing in practice. Um, and if you're Lamar Jackson, too, like, you know, a quad, at a hip, like, you were already really beat up. You ran 14 times, you know, the week before to give your team a chance to hold off, you know, Jacksonville. Like, he, he's pretty beat up. Um and he wasn't at a hundred percent and now he suffered a new injury, you know, and one that has him hobbled and not able to walk normally. So I, I don't, I, I don't think you're going to see Lamar Jackson until maybe around Christmas and maybe it's longer, you know, we'll, we'll find out a little more about what the MRI exactly showed, but it's going to be Tyler Huntley for the, at least the next couple of weeks. They've got two huge divisional games coming up. Uh, and all their assets are in the defense anyway so like that they they're, they're going to have to do what they did um to carolina 2 weeks ago you know to win 13-3 they're going to have to do what they did <laughs> to beat denver a few days ago 10 to 9 uh you know if the other teams scoring into the mid 20s I, I don't know that this offense gets there their running backs are averaging 3-6 a carry the last 4 games the dynamics pistol runs the outside stuff isn't there Right now, they don't have a special back, and now they don't have Lamar setting it up. You know, Huntley can scramble. Huntley can run. He's a he's a above average runner. He's an above average athlete. He's not Lamar Jackson. And the scope of their passing game, which was already constricted, is now it's it. Huntley will get it out fast. Unlike Lamar, he will read sort of you know low to high, not high to low. Like if something's right. there, short intermediate, he's going there before he thinks about Andrews thirty yards downfield. And they just played a football game where he was the point guard and everybody got involved. And the wide receivers average 5.5 yards per catch. That's the wide receivers average 5.5 yards per catch. And a year in which the average run goes for 4.5 yards. So that's what they are right now. Um, they're not good in the red zone. They don't have pieces, individual pieces to help you win in the passing game outside of Mark Andrews and Mark Andrews is beat up and teams have clamped down on Mark Andrews the last six weeks. Uh, so, you know the defense has to be like really legit. The defense can't go around blowing ten point leads and nine point leads, which they've done with stunning, you know, regularity. Um, and this Pittsburgh game is going to be tough. That Pittsburgh and Baltimore are always tough games. They they're are. generally low scoring. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is. You know, guys like Dennis Dixon have won games in this rivalry. <laughs> Charlie Batch, like yeah, you could you could you know Ryan Mallett, like you you can find a lot of situations where it's like how the hell did that quarterback win that game for that team? Um, So it'll be a a defensive battle, and then Cleveland's going to test that offense and that defense even more with the pieces they have.
1: Um, Not that I think Deshaun Watson is anything special, but I'm just overwhelmed at what I've seen since the 0-2 start um, for the Bengals, who have won eight cents since that 0-2 start. Mm -hmm. Burrow, how is he not the MVP, right? He owns Patrick Mahomes right now. Right there. Him, Hurts. Yeah. 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 I mean, and I say that simply because to be able to overcome not having Mixon, not having Jamar Chase still winning games, they went on the road last week and beat the Titans, right? And we talked about that game. And then you come back and you're at home and you're a dog at home and you beat the Chiefs. I just think, you know, this is the epitome of get on my back. I got this. You guys, I'm going to make the throws we need to make. I'm going to make the plays we need to make. There are just very few dudes, Jason, like this in the league at this position yeah. where doesn't matter what I've got. I'm going to go out and we're going to win. And and that is the belief of the Bengals why I think they're a dangerous team moving forward, man.
0: You know, I, I think back a lot to my reporting, you know, talking to people leading into that draft and then talking to people, you know, after that draft. and the Bengals got a lot of calls for that first overall pick. You know, there were a lot of people who were like, well, does Burrow really want to be there even though he's from Ohio? You know, and like you said, that was not a model organization when he got there. You know, and is Mike Brown even going to – is he going to give him a second contract? Like, Is Mike <laughs> Brown going to be willing to pay this kid what he's worth? If he's, if he's what – every you know, everybody thinks he is. And I talked to people who had conversations with the Bengals about trying to move up. And, like, more than one told me, like, that this guy is convinced that this is the second coming of Joe Montana, that this guy, that Joe Burrow was born to win NFL football games and to win a lot of them. Um, And that he's, you don't trade Joe Montana. You don't trade a Joe Montana before his rookie season. (laughs) And that's probably a pretty fair count. Um, There is a lot of that same sort of moxie and and that just belief that as long as this guy's upright, we got a chance to beat anybody any given week. And you saw it, unfortunately, his rookie season between what they were building with him and what it looked like after he got hurt. Um, no, he's special, man. He's special. And and the defense, Lou Anarumo, should get a head coaching job, their defensive I coordinator. Agree. I agree. People still don't talk about the job that the defense does nearly enough. Um, it's a really good football team. It's one of the best rosters in football. It's a quarterback who's got a never season. He's just an, he's a silent assassin. You know he he's willing to look anybody in the eyes, any quarterback in this league, and say I can I can do better than you on this day to to win this game for my team. Um, the protection's gotten better along the way, and like even the Mixon injury, like if they're not sprinkling in more Pirine after Mixon comes back, then, then something's off because yeah. he was great when they use him in the four minute all like his whole career when they use him with the four minute and the two minute offense. He tends to get it done. Like, is he as good at pass protection as Joe Nixon? Maybe not, but he's still damn good enough to keep him on the field. And he brings another explosive element to them in the screen game. So, yeah, they've 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 run a really tough gauntlet there and and managed to close the gap on the Ravens, who were really facing a, a portion of their schedule that looked, you know, easier, far easier on paper. And uh They've got now a playoff pedigree. So, yeah, I I think you better fear the Bengals. And since week two, Joe Burrow is the number one rated passer in the NFL. And I think it's him, Mahomes, and Hurts. I think that's the
1: upper echelon of the MVP conversation. Yeah, and he just doesn't doesn't make mistakes. That's the thing, right? I mean, we talk about these guys, you know, when – when Aaron's at his best, or even Brady, and, and again, they're not even close to what's going on with these guys that we're talking about this year, but they just they don't make mistakes and hurt their teams. I, I think no. they're a dangerous team. All right. Jason, I'm gonna say this. Dallas Cowboys are going to Super Bowl. The Dallas Cowboys Ooh. are going. Listen, Jason. I'm watching this team, and I'm saying defensively they've got all the makings. They get after the quarterback. They lead the league in sacks. They've got star power, Gallup, C.D. Lamb. I'm seeing them host OBJ. You know, Odell Beckham Jr., he's at the Mavs game. The the crowd is chanting OBJ. I don't know if he signs there. But the Cowboys are good enough to overcome whatever maybe coaching mistakes that have been made in the past by Mike McCarthy. I know – He doesn't get the the necessary credit he deserves. But if I was to tell you that after this beatdown of the Colts, who's a bad team, 54 of 19, that this team is going to the Super Bowl, Could you buy into that based on what you've seen this season with the Dallas Cowboys? I mean, they're,
0: they're a really good football team. Um, the Garoppolo <laughs> injury, I think, factors in. So, like, I, I, mean, I mean, I, it's hard for me I'm to. I'm waiting really. for you
1: to go. You're out of it's your hard. It's, mind.
0: Well, I'm waiting for I, you I to think say it. it's the NFC. I don't know. Like we just said, Minnesota is not as good as its record. Yep. San Francisco just lost the quarterback who took them to the Super Bowl a couple years ago, and is playing Mister Irrelevant. I, I, I think for me, I, I think the Eagles can beat the Cowboys. So do I. Um, so do I. I think the Eagles have more ways to beat you than most teams in this league or more ways that they can win. Um, I think the Eagles have the better quarterback. Um, or I think the Eagles have a better scheme. But if those two teams played on a neutral site, I, I'm sure Vegas would
1: have it a coin flip. Uh, and by the way, I probably just pissed off all the Eagles fans. I love Jalen Hurts. I think they're really good. And I agree with you. But – I'm saying this because unlike many years, the last 10, all right, I'm not even going to talk about the last 25. We've been talking about the Cowboys going to the Super Bowl. The last 10, this is the best Cowboy team we've seen. This is the best Cowboy team we've seen. It's the most balanced, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but is it good enough to go to the Super Bowl? Pollard, Zeke, you've got Dak. And here's what's interesting about what you just said. They didn't match the quarterback play in that first game because obviously Dak was out and, you know, the Eagles were at home they'll get a chance to to get revenge on on Christmas Eve. That game, I want to see what happens because if the Eagles go into Dallas and beat them, then, you know, you you start to look at this and go, all right, they are, in fact, just a better team with better quarterback play, and that's that's what it's going to come down to. With threats to our nation waiting
0: around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them.
1: For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I
0: mean, I I think those are probably the, the two best teams in the NFC right now. Um, yeah, I mean I, I wouldn't I wouldn't argue that. Um the Odell thing, I don't know what to make of it. Like, does, does anybody know? Like can he can he, can he, can he, can he cut right like can, yeah, yeah, like can he like physically is he really? Is he is he ready to play football? Like not just <laughs> not like next week, but like even two weeks after that. I, I don't know that we're we're certain of that. Um but yeah, with all the collateral they've built up with all their victories, like they could afford to, to sign him, train him for three, four weeks, and just see what he can do in the playoffs. Um, there's just – I always have this feeling that – They're going to blow they're gonna, it. They're going to F it up somehow. Yeah, you know what I mean? no. That, that's like,
1: why it's such a – The
0: other shoe will drop, you know what I mean, and they'll <laughs> yes. lose – in the first round to Washington, like twelve to eleven <laughs> or something like that. You know what I mean? Because it like, always
1: feels that way.
0: I just—it's hard for me to buy this Jerry Jones operation and say that's going to be the last team standing or that's going to be the second to last team standing. Like, I just feel like they try to get you to go for that okie doke. You know, um, that was interesting to me though. I'm watching that fourth quarter, and I'm thinking. Jim Ursay's the second most hated man in football to Deshaun Watson, or maybe third most hated because you could put Jimmy Haslam and Watson together. And then, like, that I, I mean, look, it was like the Eagles game was personal, right? Like, right. Nick Sirianni right. screaming, F these guys, this is for Frank Wright. Like, you don't see that That's very true. often in the NFL. That's true. And then these guys, 33 0 in the fourth quarter. Like, the backup quarterback's in there and he's still throwing touchdown passes and you, you've already scored in the 40s. Now, I mean, is a part of it Kellen Moore wanting to hang a 50-burger so he can get a job somewhere? Probably. But I also think it's real easy for the head coach to tamp that down. Like, just run the ball, right? Just run the ball, run clock, let's get out of here. I mean, they yeah. scored 14 points that that I don't think most teams would even think about. Um, so, I found that interesting. I found that to be maybe more of a – Middle finger to Urce, then like, this is what you know. The cow. This is the this. The Cowboys are now this juggernaut that's going to do that all the time. Um, and the Colts don't play murderers row down the stretch, but I, I also think that uh, I think Jeff Saturday is going to find that this is not for him. Um, yeah, I think Urce is going to want him to stick around, and I think he's going to realize like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we don't have a court. Also, what you think of Matt? You know Matt Ryan pretty well. Yeah, like, yeah. I thought it was pretty disgraceful that he kept Matt Ryan in that game. Like, that looked to me like when Patrick Waugh was in Montreal and he didn't have it one night, and they left him in there to face like eight goals, right? And the next day <laughs> he went to the GM's office and said, I, I demand enough in trade. I'll never play for Montreal again. And 24 hours later... He's in Colorado, and the He's Avalanche are winning, winning. you know, Stanley Cups. That's like, a great analysis. I was shocked. He lo- like I was shocked. He left him in there to take that beating. Like, yeah,
1: I, I don't know, man. I, I that's that's not a professional operation. There, it's not. It's not three picks from Matt. He looked. I'll say this. This is how I phrased it to to my audience here in, in Atlanta, and then you know I talked a little bit about it on the national show, but it's almost it's almost like you feel sorry for him, right? You, you thought, a lot of people thought he was going to a better situation to end his career with Frank Reich. And that the running game with Taylor and the offensive line and all the things that looked really good in the offseason sure. were going to benefit him. And now he's getting his ass beat. He's getting sacked. You know, the, the sacks are almost more than what he got sacked here the last few seasons. And it's, it's shameful. And so – just from a, a human standpoint, re- dude is really good. Dude's a great human being, but yeah, he's a this guy. is a—he's a great guy. But this is a shell of himself. Like, and, and to your well, point, he, so like, why did he keep rubbing his nose in it? Like, so why you was exposed he exposed the final it, right?
0: drive. That's like, my point. Is he you, trying you, to you, say, oh, it's him, not us? Like this, like right. weird. You don't think that was bad? Let's see if he throws another pick. Like, I don't know, man. I, I don't. Yep. I, I it. And and whatever you could say, I was predisposed to hate this thing because I was. I think you were predisp- like that. I don't think people like. I don't think real NFL coaches do that. Like you're paying Nick Foles all this money; he's been sitting there all year. Like, play him, put him in. Him. Like, why yeah. you got to keep him? But like, it's not happening for Matt Ryan tonight. He, well, not only that, you weren't coming back. You weren't coming back, right? right? That's what, the thing. I mean, what are you, point, like, what are you saying by having him finish that game? You know, yeah. Like, I, it's I, not I, an accident. It. You you played in the league. You've been in plenty of situations
1: where they pulled Peyton out of the damn game. Like, I don't know. Uh, By the way, Cowboys have scored five of their last six games. They're averaging 37 points. So it's Mm -hmm. not just about the defense. Five of their last six. Now, again, this was a a debacle. But the point is you're seeing them consistently put points on the board, make these drives, scoring opportunities. They're averaging 37 points. I think you got to look at that and go, all right, the defense is really good, and now the offense may be coming. That is why I've said what I've said. We will see. But I'm with you, Jason. It's it's Eagles, Cowboys, and we're going to find out a little bit more on, on December 24th. All right, before we get out of here, in the huddle, guys, Jason Lock on 4. Follow him on social media. I'm going to put him up. See Dukes, Carl Dukes, along with our man Brian Baldinger. We're going to bring you a new episode on Thursday. Look ahead to this weekend's games. But we love for you guys to like us and uh, subscribe. And more importantly, make sure you're here every Tuesday and Thursday as we issue new episodes. Um, I got to ask you about the the Commanders and the Giants. Uh, I did have a little coin on this game. Um, It ends in a tie. Uh, I actually had the Commanders money line, which a lot of my friends said, you're crazy. And then the game played out and I was like, ah. Yeah. So here's the thing though. Are you sold on Daniel Jones or is the verdict still out on the Giants quarterback? They just don't have, I
0: I don't think there's enough around him to... Truly evaluate, you know, and and do I do I think he's ultimately the person who Brian Dable's going to have a long playoff run with, and and you know look at as as their guy for the next ten years? I don't, but I also think he he's looking at the same quarterback marketplace I'm looking at. We talked about it a few weeks ago. I wrote about it at the Washington Post. Like the the two best guys look like Gino and Jimmy G, and now Jimmy G's coming off season-ending surgery again, and neither of those guys was probably leaving where they were anyway for a multitude of reasons. You know, and, like, we talked about Tom Brady, and I don't know where he fits anymore. You know, I, I just don't know where that plays. Like, the teams that he's going to want because he thinks they're on the cusp of the Super Bowl, like, how many of them are really going to want him back? You yeah. know? Okay, maybe right. San Francisco. Maybe. Maybe. Um, But what's he going to look like next January, right? Because that's all about Super Bowl or bust. So I don't know that those fits exist. So, you know, like... Where else is he going? Like Mike White, you know Baker Mayfield. Like this is the group. Like this is the this is the crop. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think they find a way to keep him there on a two or three year deal that's you know really doesn't have guarantees, real guarantees beyond the yeah, first year. Pay, pay him, and yeah, they say we're the going price. to draft some. Yeah, they're they they won too many games to get the quarterback this year. I don't see them trading to draft. You know mortgaging two drafts to get up to the top three to get one. So I think they try to bring Daniel Jones back. They try to add pieces on offense in the draft and free agency. And then they use next year as a truer evaluation of what he can look like. He's he's made a lot of strides this year. And Brian Dable does have that quarterback whisperer thing going on. Um, but I think ultimately, he's been in the league for a while now. And I think he will prove to be someone who sticks around in the league for a long time um and has various chances to start like Ty- to Ron taylor something like that i think that you know what i mean a career path like that yes maybe a little more upside i don't know but um the giants just have i mean saquon barkley went from averaging 129 scrimmage yards per game the first six weeks to 88 now you know what i mean like teams just aren't gonna 5.5 yards per touch the first six weeks 3.7 sits like the offensive line isn't great. The ball's only really going one place. Like, if they keep this kid, Bellinger, the tight end, I liked him before he got hurt. Like, maybe they could get him going a little bit. But, like, there's so little there at wide receiver. Like, it, it's it's a hard ask, man. You know? I was sitting on them, team total 19, under 19 and a half for plus money. And then I also had it in some parlays when it moved to 20 and a half. Yeah. And they hit 20. Early, and I still kind of felt good about the 20 and a half. I don't know, man. And if you would have told me they held them through overtime, I'd have said, okay, that might be a bit much. But Washington's a good defense, and I didn't think there was going to be. I'm surprised both those teams hit 20. I thought that was going to be a 17-14 type game. It was a little higher. Um, The Giants are in trouble. Like, they are. There will be a lot of things they take from this season that bode well for the future. And the head coach is legit. But they're running out of steam and they're running out of players.
1: Yeah, this is going to be Joe Shane's opportunity to show how he can team build. I still like those hires, but now, I mean, big time. Yeah. yeah, but now they've got to show that they can they can team build, and and that's going to be his opportunity in the offseason to see. Well, how he And they're in the they're down. in the toughest division in the NFL,
0: which none of us would have thought in August.
1: True, absolutely. Like you
0: would not have looked at these division games in August quite the way you're looking at them now. Again, including a Washington team that has one of the best defenses in the league. Like they just do there's it's been going on for over two months now. Like they're a legit defense. They're they're top eight. You know, they're in the top
1: 25% in most things you want a defense to do. Jason, great job as always, man. Um, guys, we're back on Thursday. Brian Baldinger will be here. Jason as well. We're, we're just bringing it to you as the season winds down week 14. We got great matchups. We'll talk about the flex schedule because the NFL smart about this and saying that game sucks. This is yeah. a much better game. We're going to put that game in prime time. And uh, as we get closer to the end of the season, we'll have Saturday NFL matchups. So a lot to get to. And this thing is wide open. It's, it's just wide open. When you start talking about give yeah. me the team, there is no definitive team that you can say right now. And listen, even with my Cowboys thing, because I know that, again, you look at them and you go, ah, like Jason said, they're going to screw it up. But nobody is definitively here right now. There are just a lot of teams that are right here, and I want to see who rises to the top. Jason, have a great weekend. Enjoy the games. We're back on Thursday. Man, appreciate it. And guys, subscribe, like us, and tell your friends. It's in the huddle. Carl Dukes, Jason Lockham, for Brian Baldinger. Have a great day, everybody.